Let's talk about animals. That always makes us feel better, right? The Calgary Zoo, it might be closed for now, but behind the scenes, it's business as usual. So this morning, as we like to do each month, we check in with the Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science, Dr. Axel Morenschlager. Hi, Axel. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. We are fascinated by the tease you sent us about what you're going to be discussing today. Sneaky science, hoots and ribbits. Boy, where where do you even start? I don't know which one to go with first. Uh, It all kind of interweaves, you know. Uh, Sneaky science is something that we're doing, especially right now, especially at times when uh, you can't just be running around everywhere. So we have this amazing researcher team, of course, that is using like some really funky technology to help species that really need our help. And so we have ways of spying on our animals even from afar, Fun. even during this breeding season, you know, by watching or listening using some really cool technology. And, uh, yeah, there's so I was going to ask you something about uh, the distance. Is this a distance thing are we talking about here because you can't get close to certain species? Yeah, in some cases it's, it's because you can't get so close. In some places it's because they're in places that are so wild that they're hard to access. And... Uh, and sometimes it's also because the animals actually spread over such big distances, mm-hmm. such as with our migratory birds, that you can't possibly be running after them. Where's the so sneakiest you, camera spot you have? Oh, sneakiest camera spot. I don't know if I can reveal this information, <laughs> but <laughs> don't look around your studio too much. <laughs> but um, uh, no, it's pretty, um, you know, we have some sneaky spots actually in, in Africa, in East Africa. We have uh, places. Uh, where we monitor some very endangered um, antelope in regions where um, those antelope could be under threat, for instance, from uh, from local poachers and such. So we make sure that we can monitor those very carefully. But it's, it's uh, all kinds of different uh, cool devices that we use, uh, especially using satellites as well. So one of the really neat things that's happening right now is that actually we're uh, trying to find hooping cranes, the big white North American cranes, from space. And the way that we do that is actually is that one can zoom in on images from the sky of trying to find this white animal in a green and brown landscape. And so our team, headed by Hannah Edwards and Danica Stark, are actually uh, processing with really sophisticated computers ways of finding cranes. And then they beam that information in real time here in May Mm. to the government so that they can go and search by helicopters to see if these new places have endangered hooping cranes so that we can help those populations. So it's super funky and super uh, just incredibly novel. Just imagine trying to find a crane from space (laughs) and then being able to help it. So that's a really cool one, right? Needle in a haystack for sure, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And then uh, another thing that that involves technology but involves other familiar things is that our teams are actually working with animals to get them into the wild in a way that involves some self-isolation. You know, sometimes you have to do these things. It's good for you. It's good for others before they just go wild. <clears throat> and, uh, and one of the great things that just happened just last week involves satellites and little tiny burrowing owls. These are the little burrowing owls that are uh, unique to North America, the only owl that lives in the ground. And that has the amazing ability to make the sound of a rattlesnake with its beak. And so uh, what we've been doing is basically we rescue little tiny owls that are almost sure to die, bring them to the research center and the conservation center at the zoo where our animal care and vet staff look after them, right? So now we've had 20 owls on Thursday and Friday go into the wild as, as 10 pair. And there 
they're uh, living in little houses on the prairie. We call them soft release pens, <laughs> where they're kind of stuck together for a little while. And uh, the marvelous thing about them being stuck together is they're almost guaranteed to have little ones. So, I don't want to. I don't want to rush you along, but we only have like two minutes, so I'm yeah. not sure if we want to get to the ribbits. The ribbits. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, in terms of the ribbits, what's really cool is we don't use satellites for them. What we do is we actually put song meters kind of into the wild, into their wild bedrooms. <laughs> so under, under the lead of, of Leah Randall, what we do is we actually put these uh, song meters out in British Columbia where they uh, listen in on the males that are calling so that we can see where they're breeding. And what's really remarkable is that um, together with the BC Recovery Team, what's just happened yesterday is that they first had found more egg masses than in the past, then were able to translocate more uh, egg masses to areas that need these populations. And those will be looked after in tiny little exclosures to have up to 10,000 tadpoles being released. Uh, again, they're being looked after with some curbside deliveries of food and stuff like that mm -hmm. when they get bigger. And then they set off into the wild, into freedom to help endangered northern leopard frog populations once again. The conservation work you and your team do, are, it's just out of this world fantastic. Before we let you go, though, I wanted to ask you, because I understand you might have a little tease about some cute new residents of the Calgary Zoo that you might be able to share with us this morning. True? Yes, well, that's true. Um, as, as you know, we we try to be there for all our wildlife, and, and we're a conservation organization, and we care for every individual and, and for all species. And one of the things that's happened, we're getting some more information about this bill, is that um, that we've just gotten three little grizzly cubs, which are orphans, Aww. and they're, they're really small. They're like three, four months old, and they're tiny, and, and their mother was killed. And, and I can't say too much about that because we don't even have as much information, but we'll, what we are happy to say is that the Alberta government reached out to us uh, for help, and we were happy to accommodate. So we're actually caring for these three little grizzly bears, which otherwise would be dead. And uh, and raising them, and they're they're doing very well. So we'll look into the next steps. But for now, we're really pleased to have been able to basically save these little guys. And we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that they're well taken care of, and that we can you know make the best future for them. Love it at yeah. this time of their tragic loss of their mother. Good stuff. Thank you for the scoop. We appreciate it and all the work you do. Thank you, Dr. Axel. Thank you. Have a great day. That is Dr. Axel Mornschlager, the Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science. 717, helicopter traffic now for West District by Truman, Calgary's newest and best master planned community. Well, we are venturing way into the south part of the city. We're checking out McLeod Trail and Highway 22X. That traffic's moving nice and smooth here. Dry road conditions to look forward to. You've got about an 18-minute drive north down up towards 17th Avenue in the downtown core. But do keep in mind, construction projects continue at both 12th Avenue and 9th Avenue. Right lane closures at both of those intersections until hopefully Friday. This has gone into overtime for sure. Deerfoot Trail, we can also see from our vantage point northbound lanes. A steady drive heading up towards Anderson Road, but no major delays. And that continues up towards the Castro Bridge and Pagan Trail. We've also got light volume on uh, Anderson Road, Southland, Heritage Drive as you make your way eastbound towards Deerfoot. And uh, Glenmore Trail off to a really good start as we flew over the reservoir earlier. We could see eastbound lanes only about eight minutes from Sarcy Trail out towards Deerfoot. To help you stay safe and at home, Lowe's is offering free parcel shipping and curbside pickup with online purchases at Lowe's.ca. Up in the 770 CHQR traffic helicopter, I'm Freddie Howard.